I got your back, girl. I want my coworker to be like Kelsey. Tram slam him. Hillary is thick and we love it. I always had a dream that I wanted to talk to Hillary Duff. This show is about the love story between these women. Hey Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all-around icon, Hilary Duff. Well, you know my next guest for his series, A Spoonful of Paolo, and his iconic interviews with the cast of Younger. I cannot think of a better person to have on this episode. Sing to me, Paolo. Paolo Presto, welcome to Duff Enough. Hi! Hi, Wit. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It's finally happening. Yes, you're like raising the cred for this podcast by being on here. You have no idea. I'm so, so excited about this. And I did say Sing to Me Paolo when we started. Do you get that a lot? Is that something you've thought about as a Hillary fan? all the time. I even have the shirt. I even have the shirt that says Sing to Me Paolo. I have it. Someone gave it to me. Like, I get it and I love it and it's awesome. But yes, yes. That's great. That's great. Well, I I was curious for sure. And so... The fans, they love you. Team Duff loves your interviews with the cast of Younger, and I definitely want to talk about that in a second. But one thing you you did say in one of those interviews was that Hilary Duff was like your dream guest for your talk show. So I want to talk a little bit about why that is. I know you told me that Metamorphosis changed your life. So what's kind of your fandom history? I mean, she has been an idol, a hero, someone I love, someone I grew up with. Um, you know, when I when I came out, Metamorphosis was the first album that I really had listened to it over and over and over. Um, and I just love her as a human being. I love what she stands for. I think she's one of the kind, most generous, most talented like people in Hollywood. And um, I, I mean, she's she's my idol. And I, when we started our web show, I always had a dream that I really wanted to talk to Hillary Duff. And for the first couple of years, honestly, it seemed like it was not going to happen. Like I would reach out to her team and it was always like, oh, you know, she's really busy right now, but thank you so much. We'll keep you in mind. You know, and I know how this game works and stuff. So mm-hmm. never wanted to give up. But I, at some point, I'm like, she has to be a guest on her show. And then, you know, Younger came and then it was the, I think season four was the first time I got to interview her in the cast. And it was, it was a dream come true that they finally said yes. It was what dreams are made of. Oh my goodness. Um, hello. <laughs> yes. Uh, it really was. It just, cause I literally had a vision. Like, you know, we've interviewed so many people on our show, like Oprah Winfrey, Chris Jenner, but like to interview Hillary Duff, like literally, I remember the first day we saw her and, you know, on the first day, like sitting in that chair and getting talked, it was her and Molly, you know, the first time they paired them up together. And it was just, like, I just remember it was like yesterday, really. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. And it's always great to hear, like, I've talked to some other fans in recording this who have met her, and they're like, you know, it's exactly what you would expect. She's everything you, you think she would be. So, it's great. And she really is. I mean, because the first time I literally saw, well, I, I went to her concert, I think it was a Dignity concert in 2007, when she was going on tour. I remember there was my, my at the time, was my boyfriend. He took me, and it was in L.A., and it was just so much fun and then like the second time I remember meeting her was at her book signing elixir that was at the Grove in LA I think it was like 2010 oh my god this is the first time I get to see her like up close you know and she was so sweet and then like but then years later getting to interview her like on our web show that was just beyond a dream so yeah Ugh. well I've never met her but one day one day it's gonna happen I cannot believe I remember listening to her podcast 
It was the Liz McGuire episode. I think it was the first one. I cannot believe you have not met her yet. That's crazy. But then you saw her at the Disney thing. That was the first time when you saw her, right? Because you were there. I mean, lost my mind. Best day of my life. August 23rd, 2019. Never going to forget it. So. Oh my God. Isn't it crazy how when you love something so much, you remember the day, the year? Because it's just that that's how much that moment that you've been waiting for, how much it meant to you, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. It was a great day. It was a great day. But, okay, so we've learned a little bit about how much you love Hillary. I mean, when you say Dignity Tour, when you say Elixir Tour, the fans know. They know that you are hardcore. But I do have some questions for you to kind of get to know some of your Hillary favorites. What is your favorite Hillary Duff movie? I mean, I have, like, so many, but, I mean... I think of like the Lizzie McGuire movie, obviously I think of Cinderella Story, and I think of Raise Your Voice, but if I had to pick, those are my all-time top three favorite, but if I had to pick one, I guess Cinderella Story, I like loved it so much. Yeah. They're all three of my top favorite, but Cinderella Story, I mean, her playing Sam, like, oh my God, I thought it was just the whole storyline, it was great, she was beautiful, her voice, everything about it, but I guess Cinderella Story, oh, so hard. No, good choice, good choice. Next question, what is your favorite Hilary Duff song? I mean, it depends what album, but I guess I'm going to go from Breathe In and Breathe Out because that album literally was so beautiful. It was everything I wanted it to be. And I I mean, there's so many songs in there, but I guess My Kind is one of my favorite songs on that album. Yes. And Breathe In and Breathe Out and Tattoo and One in a Million. But yeah, I'd say maybe My Kind. I mean, it's just, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. Should have been a single. I know. You know what I love about Tattoo on that album too is because it, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows this, but you know, she she did that um, acoustic video. It's on like online. It mm-hmm. was just so, I, I watch it when I'm having a bad day, literally I go and I watch that video because she sounds like magical on there. So it's, it's another favorite song of mine. On behalf of Team Duff, I actually do want to say while we're talking about music that I appreciate when you do an interview with her, you always ask about music because a lot of times that gets looked over, but we want to know. So I know that if she doesn't have anything planned, it's hard for her to get asked that question but I try to do it in a different way so like each year I try to think of it differently not just say are you coming out with any new music I try to you know with all the research I do if there's something she said within like maybe the last three months I'll take that quote what she said and and turn it into something fun because I know that's what we all want to know are you know do you have any new music coming is anything you know down the road but so I try to do it in a fun way and not just in a way where you know she does red carpet or that's every question you know that the you know, the media wants to ask her. So I just try to keep it fun and different for her. You definitely did that. I mean, I loved where actually you took out your the Hillary Duff glasses and put them on. Oh, oh. that was so good. <laughs> and then she revealed that she'd had a dream about a Christmas album. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. I know. I know. That's what I mean. Like, you got to make it fun because I want her to get, you know, like every, every, you know, year when I get to interview her in the cast, literally, it's 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 like a blessing for me. It's just amazing. And I when I'm there, I am like present and I am feeling it. And I, because it's just something that, you know, if since when Metamorphosis came out, you know, her album, when it was 2003, like, I never, like, you know, little Paolo, you know, would have never have dreamed that, you know, like 20 years later, you'll be able to like do a really sit down interview with her. So I just, I don't take it for granted. Right. That's awesome. And then my last question here to get started. Now, normally I would ask, what your favorite episode of Lizzie McGuire is. But for this episode, since we are talking younger, do you have a favorite episode of Younger or a favorite season? Honestly, for me, every season literally gets better and better. And I honestly feel like season six, I like to say it was, it was Hillary Duff's season in season, in season six because we see, you know, with her hair loss and her singing, you got a little taste of her singing in, in, in that season. You see her kind of trying to juggle like her, her job and what is she going to do? So I feel like season six really, for me, with her acting 
everything, emotional, physically. I think that is my favorite season with Hillary. Kelsey in charge. Love it. Oh my God. So good. So good. Yeah. I have like two favorite seasons. It's season two and season four, but if I had to pick between those two, I would say four, just because seeing Hillary play that mean girl Kelsey and then coming back around to her being the Kelsey that we know and love, it's just like, okay, like Hillary, you just, you did this and I was so proud of her, Uh, but I'm proud of her for the whole show, honestly, so. I know, I know, really. Like, when she does her scenes with Sutton Foster, like, when when, when um, Liza came, told her about her age, I think it was at the end of season four, maybe? The, the three. Finger, and she, oh, three, okay, three, yeah. And she showed her the phone, remember? And she's like, this is my daughter. It was just so, like, you could just see all the emotions. Sometimes Hillary doesn't have to say anything, um, but you could see Kelsey, like, like the shock, the pain. What? I, I thought we were, like, close friends and co-workers. And you're telling me this, like you, you felt it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I think in the next season when they were rekindling their friendship and whatever, I think it was at, who was it? They were, she was, her daughter called her, uh, Liza, and then she grabbed her hand. It was at that moment, you know, to Kelsey. And it was just so beautiful. Like you just, you, like I started crying because it was just so emotional and just, it was brilliant. It was so good. Yes, it is. It is. And I cannot wait to get into, we're actually going to go season by season and kind of talk about some of our favorite Kelsey moments, uh, which is going to be awesome. And oh yeah, did you did you have a favorite Lizzie episode by chance? Um, I would have to say maybe. I mean, the pilot. I love the pilot, but maybe I think it was in, it was the what was it called the bye 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 one. I think it was the junior high when when they were graduating from their high school, and you mm. see like the flashbacks and stuff like because it just kind of like did a recap of the se- you know the the last you know the season and one season and a half that was season two, and it was just I don't know it was emotional. You it just it was beautiful to me. I felt like it, and she was so cute in it too. Uh, that episode also features I Can't Wait, although that version's not on Disney+, Plus. but the original yeah. features I Can't Wait. So Totally. Uh, so yeah, so I can say that. All great choices there. All great choices. Well, as we jump into our discussion about Younger, I always like to set up where everything falls for the timeline of Hillary's career. And really... You know, Younger, they shot the pilot in like early 2014, and this had been a time where Hillary was out of the spotlight for so many years, uh, really. And I think that she had kind of become more known for being this kind of celebrity mom and, you know, Instagram famous a little bit there. And we just hadn't seen her. She had released music before the show actually premiered. Uh, She'd done her music comeback with Chasing the Sun, All About You. All About You, so good, yeah. Right, yeah. But still, like, it had been a while since we'd seen her in anything super mainstream acting in a long time. I would say Beauty and the Briefcase would have been the one before that, uh, which was, at the time, an ABC Family movie. Yeah, so the pilot shot in early 2014, They had a pickup in April 2014, around the same time that she signed her record deal. It was very exciting, I remember. And it premiered about a year later, March 31st, 2015. And, I mean, TV Land went all out with this promotion. It was kind of a a reinvention for TV Land, in a way, because they'd had... I, I remember seeing an article that said, from Betty White to Hilary Duff or something, and talking about... And we love Betty White, but talking about Younger kind of being this new era for TV Land. And, and it was, and I think that they didn't stick with that rebranding, and now Younger is, like, the only original show that they have. But still, it was a moment. 
And it was Darren Starr, who we love from Sex and the City and Melrose Place and 90210. Like, I mean, it was just so exciting to be a Hillary fan and to see her do something so mainstream and commercial again. I know. I'm really glad she took that role because there was a chance a member. I remember she said that in my interview with her, she said that she was really nervous because she just gave birth to Luca, wasn't sure to go to New York to take, you know, Mm -hmm. she was really nervous about it. But I'm so glad because that role literally is like meant for her because she does she plays it so well Kelsey she's so relatable I feel like for the generation that grew up with her like Hillary so it was just perfect I mean Kelsey was perfect for her I know like I want to be friends with Kelsey I want I, I want my co-worker to be like Kelsey just like Kelsey you know <laughs> I had a co-worker for a little while named Kelsey and I told her that you know I'm so excited to be working with a girl named Kelsey because of Younger and Hillary Duff so. that's so awesome <laughs> totally did that totally did that But Younger premiered March 31st, 2015. I remember it well. And six seasons later, here we are. The show has just been a critical success, a commercial hit, multiple award nominations, Critics' Choice, People's Choice. Hillary has even gotten uh, some for herself. So she got People's uh, Favorite Cable Actress uh, nomination in 2016, a Teen's Choice Summer TV Actress in 2017 and 2019. She got a Gracie nomination for Outstanding Female Actress in a Supporting Role, so for comedy. Like, there's even been some, like, Emmys buzz for Hillary there for a little while, like, nominations. So it's just, it's been a hit, and I'm I'm so proud of her. And I remember even saying to some friends, like, during season one, I was like, you guys, it is so exciting for me to have Hillary, like, on a show that people are loving and excited about because it's been so long, and it had been a while since there had been you know, a project that I was personally super excited about, you know, her indie movies, you know, some of them I was like, eh, but it was just, it was such an exciting time and it has been such a great six seasons. So I also think it's also the writing. And I think when you give like these actors, you know, like Hillary Duff, you give them the perfect script and the writers are so amazing on Younger and they play them so well and it just works, you know, their chemistry works, the writing works, the acting works, you know, and they're, and they're all really close friends in real life, which it makes it makes it so much fun watching them on the show. So, yeah, definitely. This is I think this is one of the best roles for Hillary. Really, it really is. Absolutely. I mean, the writing is so smart and there's so much that I learned from the show that they touch on. And I'm like, I didn't even know this was a thing, but it is. And uh, it's so good and clever, very clever. Like there will be episodes where I'm like, where are they going with this? And then how they tie it up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So. Just to touch on what Younger is about, I'm sure everyone listening knows, but this 40-year-old named Liza decides to kind of reinvent her life whenever she gets a divorce and, you know, her kid's going off to college and she needs to get back into the workforce. So she passes herself off as a 26-year-old to get back into publishing and Kelsey is her millennial co-worker and it's just, it's great. Everyone knows this show. Come on, you know it. I do want to say it's based on a novel of the same name by Pamela Redmond Satran. It's a single camera, half hour comedy, TV land, 72 episodes as of uh, seasons one through six. And I'm going to now name the cast here, Paolo. And is it not the most beautiful cast on TV? It, I mean, like I said, you, they, they love each other in real life. They love each other on the show. You see the chemistry. I mean, it's just, it's like this family you just want to be a part of, you know? Yes. Oh, so much. And like, I want to live with Maggie. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Her apartment is so freaking cool. I know. Yeah. Okay. We have two-time Tony Award winner Sutton Foster as Liza Miller. Incredible. Incredible. Hillary as Kelsey Peters. Phenomenal. Debbie Mazar as Maggie Amato. 
Nico Tortorella as Josh, Miriam Shore as Diana Trout, Peter Herman as Charles Brooks, Molly Bernard as Lauren Heller, Charles Michael Davis as Zane Anders. And that's kind of our uh, main cast there. There are some other great uh, reoccurring actors who appear from time to time. But but yeah, love, love this cast. It's perfect. And like I said, the most beautiful cast on TV. As we jump into some Kelsey moments here, just really quick, her intro into the whole show I think is iconic because if you remember... Kelsey makes her entrance when Liza is in the bathroom and Kelsey comes out of a bathroom stall and I'm like, only Hillary Duff can re-enter TV coming out of the bathroom stall. Like, ugh. It worked perfectly. It was so good the way they played that. And immediately she takes Liza under her wing. And I think that's so great. And there's that great line where they're kind of, Kelsey's showing Liza through the office and she's like, you know, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. And she says it's a Taylor Swift quote. And it's just like, okay. And I got your back, girl. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the scene that I feel like we really have to talk about from season one is when we see drunk Kelsey for the first time. And drunk Kelsey has just really become a thing. And I love it. It's really, you know, it's Hillary at her best comedically. And uh, and yeah. But to set up the, the episode in the scene. So Kelsey is an editor at Empirical, the publishing house. And she has landed this Swedish author, Antoine Bjornberg. And there's like a whole storyline and plot where she has an affair with him. I mean, I am the walrus, you will remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But basically, she's just landed this author. She's out to celebrate having drinks at the bar with Liza and Lauren. But then Thad, her boyfriend at the time, RIP, um, (laughs) he starts encouraging shots. And Kelsey even says to Liza, like, hey, you know, make sure I don't drink too much. It's not going to be pretty. And Liza at first is like, I got you. You know, I'll make make sure. Because they have a meeting with uh, the Swedish author in the next morning. So... But what does Kelsey do? It's just shot after shot. And at one point, she's like, I think I've already passed the point. And I love when we kind of see Kelsey just letting loose and she's dancing and having a good time at the bar. And then she decides they need to go get tattoos. And this is when, you know, Liza and Josh are dating and they're going to go to Josh's tattoo studio. And she gets an Uber. And in the Uber, she uh, she texts Bjornberg, the author, and says he's hot. And it's just like, oh, no, like Kelsey, this is Gosh. getting messy. This is getting messy. And then they get to Josh's and uh, she like screams at one point to Josh and like Liza covers her mouth. And then I think she breaks the glass in his apartment window, like throws something. And then he shows up and he's with another girl. So no tattoo. And then another moment I wrote down from season one, if you remember the very, it was the season finale when Liza and Kelsey had this heart to heart. Liza says to Kelsey, you're a real friend, Kelsey, the first one I've made in a long time. And Kelsey says back, I feel the same way and like had tears in her eyes. I think they were like talking about Josh or something, but uh, it was so sweet. And it was just, you know, seeing it like the first season feels like a lifetime ago. And in terms of the show, it feels like, you know, a different show ago um, in a lot of ways. But to see that moment at the very end to just solidify like, oh my goodness, like these girls really bonded even though there's a lie underneath here. Like, ah, so good. That's when you know how strong their bond was. Even though they had this heavy, you know, she had this heavy deep lie, Liza, but you just saw that connection between them two because that was just, it was so beautiful. But all I kept thinking was, oh my God, what's going to happen when she finds out about Liza's real age? Like, oh my God, are they still going to be friends? Like, you keep asking yourself that. Of course. 
All right, season two now, we'll move on here. I wrote down immediately, Little Lies, because that is the season we got Hillary's cover of Little Lies, which I still listen to. It is so good. Yes, it is. I mean, the big scene for Hillary this season, and I hope that they like submitted this for her Emmy nomination because the panic attack, the panic attack. Like, oh. I just remember seeing that and being like, I have never seen Hillary on screen like this. Like, she was so good. So good. Yeah, she was like in it. Like, she when she was doing that, she was like in it with those panic attacks. Like, you just like... You're like, oh my gosh, she having one in real life because it's so real what you're watching. Yeah. And not only that, but like everything, all of the dialogue surrounding it was so relatable. And and I'll, I'll talk about that really quick here. But uh, just to set it up. So coming into season two, Kelsey gets her own imprint, millennial. And there is some online backlash about this 26-year-old getting to run her, her own imprint. I mean, hey, I say power to her, but the haters, the haters. I wrote down picture of a kitten in a Barbie car because that was something that really triggered her a little bit there. And um, leading up to this launch party they're going to have for Millennial, uh, Hillary, well, Kelsey gets this dress. It's custom made and it looks like an oyster. I mean, what? Like, why did Kelsey, why did they put that on Kelsey? But she gets in this dress and with all the comments that are being said online, she just starts to panic before she's supposed to make a speech. And then we see her lying on the floor in the kitchen and she's hyperventilating and she wants out of the dress. And like Liza literally cuts her out of the dress. The dialogue surrounding here was so relatable for me where she's saying she doesn't know what she's doing. And Liza, you know, says you got to fake it till you make it. And don't we just all feel that way sometimes? Like, ah, it was so good. To get where you want to be, sometimes you do have to fake it to make it, you know. So that was a beautiful line, I know. Then for Liza to be the one there to kind of encourage her to like get up and let's get out here. And I love how it all ended too, where Liza like talks to her in her ear. You know, she puts the Bluetooth ear in and yeah, so good. Like Liza feeds her the lines for the speech. I want to go rewatch. Like after we're done, I'm going to go probably rewatch because it it was so good. And you forget, you know, because it was, it was a couple years ago and you forget there's 12 episodes, but now as you're saying, I'm picturing it all, and I'm like, oh my god, that was such a good episode. She nailed that scene, and like I said, I mean, like, she should have submitted that for an Emmy. Probably one of her strongest moments, I would say, the whole six seasons. I mean, it was great. It was great. And then, of course, season two, we also get her boyfriend. Well, he he became her fiance, but he dies, and beware the wrath of the sky. Oh my god, that was that, that came from nowhere. When that happened, you're like, because you didn't think that was gonna happen. I'm younger, and then that happened. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did you think about that, though? Like, I know this is not really Hillary focused, but like, did you feel like they jumped ship? A hundred percent. I feel like something happened that they just did it like that. I mean, I it just it doesn't when you think of younger all the six seasons, you would not think that that scene that would have happened. You know, it just it, it didn't feel right, but it was dramatic. And I guess it's a way to ax someone off the show, but could have been another way. I don't know. You know, that was just so dramatic. Yeah, it was. It was definitely weird. And, you know, I just said the beware of the wrath of the sky. And I think that was kind of like the only redeeming thing because they'd had this whole crown of kings game of thrones style book that they were talking about and the the line was just be aware of the wrath of the sky and then of course this this piece of debris from well what was it like a you know false concrete you see liza like like you don't see obviously what happened like you see the beam fall but then you see liza's reaction and i'm like 
did they just do that? Is that how they're... Yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa! And the show is kind of like a fantasy in a lot of ways. I say that a lot to people when I'm telling them about it. But still, that was kind of like, hmm, we're going a little far. Moving on to season three, The Bad Pancake comes to mind. And this is an episode where Kelsey, who has shorter hair in this season, I made a note about, uh, she's getting back out there after her fiancé died. And she meets a guy named Lucas who's perfect. But Lauren is like, no, 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 no. This is your bad pancake, which I did not know about this theory before Younger. But it's the first person that you date after a serious relationship And it's destined to fail. Like, this new relationship is just going to fail. And whenever Lauren meets Lucas, though, she's like, he is perfect. Then they find out he lives on Roosevelt Island. And I don't know that much about, like, New York stuff like that. But I'm assuming Roosevelt Island is not, like, this place that everyone thinks of highly uh, in New York. (laughs) Right. And so then Lauren is like, no, no, no. He is your bad pancake. And she says, tram slam him. And so they ride the tram, Kelsey and Lucas, and the tram slam. I mean, we get a sex scene from Hillary Duff. It was insane. Like, I just remember, oh my, it was dark at night, and you get the, you know, what they were recording. It was just like, oh my God, I wonder, was she nervous, like, doing that scene? But did she feel, like, you know, like, because that was, it was the real deal almost, you know, like, when you, when you're watching it. They were really up there. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and I, I think one of their little behind the scenes videos that they always post, she talked about how, like one of the the 80s or whatever is like they were underneath them and up in the tram and it was only them and then she said the other tram was actually still working and people were like watching as they were going by (laughs) but yeah this was wild and and then after uh, Lucas gets off Kelsey doesn't get off the tram and you know that was her bad pancake moment but um, the other big thing for season 3 with Kelsey is that Liza comes clean to her that was just such a great cliffhanger. I mean, wow. I just remember getting the goosebumps, seeing them two together and her telling me the truth. And you're like, oh my God, what's Kelsey going to say? What's Kelsey going to say? And then that's the cliffhanger. You don't know until the next season. Oh, it was so good though. It was so good. And it didn't feel like that's where we were going. And then all of a sudden at the end of that episode, she tells her and it's just like, whoa, like that just happened. That that is good. That was good writing. That was good writing and good acting. Yeah. It was great. It was great. So season four, my favorite season, this is when we get Mean Girl Kelsey. And when Kelsey finds out Liza's secret, she just really doesn't take it that well. And there were two levels to it. There was like the personal level and the professional level of Liza being her partner for this company called Millennial, but Liza's not a millennial. So it was just like, you know, double the the pain. There's not really a particular moment I want to talk about, but like, You know, in the first episode of that season, Kelsey's kind of pretending that everything's okay for a little while. And then Liza's like, thank you for forgiving me and all this. And Kelsey's like, no, 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 that's just business. You broke my heart. And she did it so well because you think about it. You've been working with this girl, you know, and you think you know her. And then all of a sudden she drops this big bombshell at you. And you're like, wait, not only are you like double your age, basically almost, you have a daughter. Like we would hang out, we would get drunk, we would go out. And there's this whole part of life that I didn't know about. It was so good that she played it off. Yeah. Um, Kelsey also rooms with Josh this season, which was kind of a fun direction for them to go in. And they do kiss, like, while they're intoxicated, I believe. But I guess that we're not going to explore that anymore because that was it. That's the only kind of Kelsey-Josh kiss relationship we got. They seem more like friends, sibling friends or something, you know. So that's, I don't know. 
So yeah, I was okay with that. You know, that they gave it a little test, but then it didn't happen. Right, right. One more thing from season four. That was the season where Hillary broke the internet with that pink dress. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hillary is thick and we love it. Okay, come on. Girl's been working out. Yeah. Season five, uh, we'll kind of go through here. Only one thing that I kind of wrote down uh, was this great speech that she gives at this uh, Glamour Woman of the Year event where she is awarded, I guess she was the Woman of the Year there. And, and season five, of course, is the season really about Charles and and Liza. At that point, the lie is becoming more about, you know, Liza and Charles having this secret relationship now. Um, and that's that's making things complicated for Kelsey. So once again, Kelsey gets a little upset with Liza. But then at this award show, when she's giving this speech, you know, they, they have a little heart-to-heart before she goes up there. And uh, Kelsey says, you know, that she's a maverick or, you know, talking about being a maverick. And she says that she's not a woman who's gotten to where she is on her own. She has a partner and they're better together. And she accepts the award on behalf of her and Liza. And again, like another like beautiful just moment of like, this show is about the love story between these women. It's just beautiful. She spoke the truth because like, she's like, you know, I didn't do this all on my own. I had, there was my partner. Like she was just a part of this whole journey into like, you know, present, dedicate that award also to her. Like it was just, uh, yeah, that was so, that was such a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of season five, Kelsey becomes the boss and she gets promoted to publisher, which is a whole storyline involving Charles stepping down so he can be with Liza and whatnot. But, but yeah, Kelsey's going to be the boss at the end and going into season six, nine to five iconic. I mean, I was so happy to see this and Getting to hear Hillary sing Dolly Parton, I mean, come on. And and it being with, like, Sutton Foster and Miriam Shore, ugh, incredible. Two Broadway stars, I know. So good. Yeah. I do have to say, I was a little disappointed at the end of the season whenever Kelsey, I mean, it was inevitable that Kelsey was going to mess up, you know, because we all do. And she messes up by, like, posting something on her Instagram story that, guess who got the money, honey? I mean, yeah, that it, was the line she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's a little sexual and it ruins her chance to, uh, she was drunk, drunk Kelsey, but it ruins her chance to like get these investors and then she winds up stepping down from publisher. And I was kind of disappointed in that storyline. Like I wanted to see Kelsey succeed. And so even though I wanted to see Kelsey succeed, it felt like a natural progression, I guess. You're rooting for her. You're rooting for her to do it and to, to succeed. And then that, I'm like, oh, no, because I think she, was she sending that footage to Zane? Or was she, is that what was happening? Yeah. yeah. But instead, she put on a story, went to everyone. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I know. It felt like a true storyline. It was just, I was like, no, like, I I don't want her to to fail here. And I want her to stay publisher. And I don't want Charles back, you know, in, in the top spot. Because it, it's almost like a circle. Like, frustrated me a little bit. Isn't that how it ended in scene six when she went to, when Charles was propo- going to propose when he proposed to Liza, didn't you interrupt by saying, I'm going to come work for you? Or Yeah, because she leaves Millennial and she almost gets in bed with the devil, Quinn, played by Laura Benanti, love her, to like start her own publishing company. And I was I was kind of on board for that for a minute. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, we're going to go back and it's going to be fine. And really, really quick on Laura Benanti, I think my favorite moment of season six is actually whenever... So Laura Benanti plays this author slash investor, Quinn, who basically gives Kelsey the job. And anyway, Quinn's book, she does some fraud kind of stuff in getting it to the bestseller list and whatnot. But um, so when that gets addressed, Kelsey kind of 
reveals that Quinn is running for state senate ahead of ahead of the timeline that Quinn wanted and it messes up Quinn's whole plan and whatnot, which I loved. That was like my favorite. The way Kelsey did it. Mm. And she's so talented too as well. Like she, you just believe her character. Like so good. Absolutely. But that's kind of season six highlights and we'll see what happens in season seven. The cliffhanger for how things ended. Charles proposed to Liza and we'll see where that goes because we didn't get an answer. All right. Well, any other thoughts on Younger? I'm so sad to be wrapping up here, but I mean, what a show. It's brought me so much joy for the past, you know, seven seasons that we'll be coming up on. So it's been it's been a joy for me. Really, same here. It's literally, I tell everyone, and when I interview them, I say the same thing. It's literally one of the best shows on television because it's like, it's what, 23, it's not even like it's 24 minutes without the commercials. It's just, you can, you want it to be longer. And you know, with so many different shows, you don't want it to be so long, but with this show, I'm like, I wish it was a little longer because there's just so much that happens in each episode, you know? Yeah, lots of people always want the show to be an hour. I don't think they'll change that, but yeah, no, but it's yeah. great. And I I always love telling people about it. And I love when I meet people who watch it. And I actually have a younger t-shirt that I won because I like won like a sweepstakes or something for one season. And when I wear it out places, like people will say something and I'm just like, yes, yes. So it's so exciting. So that's so cool. Congrats. (laughs) Yeah. But that is younger. And yeah, we can't wait for season seven. All right. Well, Paolo, as we wrap up here, Quizzy McGuire is how we end this show. So do you want to ask me a question first or I can ask you? Yeah, I'll ask you a question. Um, okay. So it can be about anything about Hillary, right? Anything? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay, so let's see. I, uh, Hillary's got a couple, you know, I think she's, you know, she's 15 or 16 tattoos on her. Can you give, tell me maybe three of them that she has on her at least? Yes, I believe I can. Okay, so she has two cents. And then she has a wishbone. Let's see. What else does she have? She has a ghost. And she has thick as thieves. Yeah, yeah, thick as thieves. I think she has that with her sister as well. Thick as thieves, I think. Yeah. Good job. You did it. Uh, oh my yes. God. Very good question. Um, okay. So I wanted to do something, you know, in honor of you. And I know that you, you know, you have your talk show and you're a big Oprah Winfrey fan. Yeah. So... What year was Hillary on the Oprah Winfrey show? 2003, 2004, or 2005? 2005. That is correct. And do you remember what the episode was about? Oh, girl. Yes, of course I remember because I remember I was on the Oprah show the first time in 2004, and I remember that she was on there the year after me. Um, and so the episode, she it was the dream season, 2005. And so she was there to help make a girl's dream come true because she was a big fan of Hillary and I think she lost weight and all that. And so Hillary went to go surprise her and they she got to spend the whole day with Hillary, right? I think she went to yep. she just follow her and her sister Haley and they went on their truck, or their, what do you call it, their thing that they travel with, you know? So yeah, Where am I, is that pretty much what it was, right? Yep, you got it. I went ah! back to rewatch. I was trying to come up with a question like within the interview or something to make it even... But it was good. That's a good one because I haven't seen it since it aired. Like, I mean, I always say because that was, I think, the one time she was on the Oprah show, you know, and I was so excited. Yeah, and I was so excited when she was going to be the guest on there because I remember, like, oh my God, she's going to be a guest on the Oprah show. This is so cool. So it's like literally, and that was so much fun to watch. That's so cool. And her mom was on that show too, I think. Her mom was there. Oh, yeah. Mama Suze. Yeah, I remember her talking to her as well about raising her and allowance and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Oprah also asked about the feud with Lindsay. And I was like, oh, yeah she did she and i remember hillary being like no you're like you know like you know playing it cool like 
know, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you liked that question. I, I knew you were going to know it. I loved it. I loved it, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, Paolo, this has been so much fun, and what an honor. I mean, I've been a big fan of yours for longer than your younger uh, interviews, I do have to say, and want to give a shout out to your husband, Patrick. I know he helped out, but the my favorite video of yours of all time, it's not even one of your interviews, although I love your interviews, but I want to say it is your yours and Patrick's reaction to Britney Spears' glory, Justice for Glory. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're so nice. Thank you, Wood. I really appreciate that. And I'll be sure to tell Patrick that as well. That's going to make him so happy. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks for being on Deaf Enough. Thank you for having me. You're awesome. Like, I, you, you really do the research. You know your guests. You know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, like, you go through every season of Younger. It's like did a good recap for me and all our, you know, your viewers. So thank you for that. And I had so much fun. Really, thank you. Yay! <laughs> And that's all for this episode of Duff Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Duff Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye Team Duff. Duff.